Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to this week's episode of Thriving Through Menopause with me, Clarissa. Today, I'm yet again inspired by the stories and the hardship that women have gone through that leads them to change their lives and want to change the lives for other women in similar situations to themselves. And my guest today is definitely a person who fits in that space. She's Anna Gonzalez Herrera. Welcome to the show, Anna. Arisa, thank you so much for having me. Uh, what a lovely introduction. Um, it, it's an honor. Thank you for having me in your show. It's absolutely my pleasure to have you here, Anna. I mean, your story is one that, um, you know, we're obviously going to delve more deeply into it, but endometriosis, which unfortunately, I think you only have to look at social. We were talking earlier about the work I did at the Women's Health Research Institute of Australia to recognize that this, although the official figure is 10%, I think we recognize it's much bigger. And you went through a number of surgeries. You obviously a lot of pain, infertility, and then the ultimate surgical menopause, which has its own journey, completely at times different from what a woman going through a, shall we call it, natural menopausal journey goes through. But it has inspired you to launch a wellness brand and another business, which is educational, which you're calling Hormone University. So I'm so excited to talk to you about this. Thank you so, so much. Um, and yes, I, I do think that it, it's fascinating how a, a hardship in life can lead you into creating something to help others. And that's my mission now. That's my mission in life. That's wonderful. Can I maybe begin at the beginning? I mean, you had lived for decades, I would think, with endometriosis. When did it start and how did it unfold to becoming stage four? Yes, I was diagnosed um, with um, cysts, you know, very common um, back when I was about 20, 23 years old. And I... I already had very painful periods. And so I attributed that pain to the sick. I had a small surgery at the time. I removed the sick and life went on. And I think it was just some years later, maybe three, four years later, um, when I had uh, my first diagnosis with endometriosis. So probably around the age 26, 27 and I was one of the lucky uh, ones that got the diagnosis straight away. There is an average, unfortunately, and this is a fact of a, a diagnosis of endometriosis taking around seven to 10 years, which is horrifying to me and, and to so many women that go through it. And, and you know, going back to your point of, of 10%, I absolutely agree with you, Carissa. It's definitely more than that. So that's when my journey started. And it was just a nightmare. Um, it was, you know, I often say my, my biggest mistake in life was to be silent about it. 
I felt embarrassed to talk about it. And I went on in my job and, you know, professionally speaking, of course, trying to do my best. And I, I was doing very well in my career, but I was hiding this. And, and so very painful periods, very heavy periods, uh, excruciating pain. Um, you know, I would, I would have uh, nausea and vomiting and headaches and um, just bending down and um, fainting from the pain. So my survival mode was to just take as many ibuprofen, paracetamol, I could get my hands and that was my, that became my normal. So then I went on to have my first surgery um, to kind of, you know, remove endometriosis. But I still, you know, Clarissa, the thing that I to tell your listeners who have gone through it is that, you know, we are not told, even I remember back then, we're not told about the consequences of such surgery, laparoscopy in my case. And, it, it, you know, it did have a consequence at that point in time of the health of my ovaries. And that's, I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you've seen that um, in, in the clinic that, that you mentioned earlier. And, and so it had a direct consequence yes, in yes. my fertility. <laughs> Um, so life went on. I was doing very well in my career. I was working in personal care for, for large brands back in the UK. And, and then from one surgery, two years later, approximately, I had to have another surgery and so on and so forth. So it went on mm -hmm. to five surgeries related to endometriosis. And then I had other surgeries with other things that were related to my hormonal health. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it, well, it was a time where I met someone and I wanted to have a family and then I went through IVF and I was told that I had a less than 10% chance to conceive even with IVF. So um, it was just not possible. And that was that. That was, you know, a very tough uh, psychological period of acceptance that I would not become uh, a mother, which was something that I, I always wanted. Um, fast forward and some years ago, three, four years ago, now, I, uh, I was on the plane. I was in New York, living in New York. I am living in New York now. So I was on my way back to Spain. Thankfully, happened on my way back. I had been given the, gosh, the U, uh, sorry, IUD to be inserted. Oh, and yes. uh, yeah. It was a very painful experience. But I thought, okay, if it helps me with my endometriosis, you know, I would take anything, right? I would just... Uh, anything that's possible to, yeah. to help. Um, but actually, six months later, it was just, everything just went, you know, downhill. And um, on that flight, I just, I could not, I could not live. It, it was just so, the pain was impossible to deal with. 
So I landed in Spain and I went straight to hospital. And that's when the endometriosis basically was all over the place from fallopian tubes to uterus to everywhere, yeah. including mm. the colon. So, um, yeah. unfortunately, or fortunately, actually, I then had to go through a six hour surgery and he had no choice but to open me up and also perform a, a colon resection and remove all my reproductive organs. So, um, it's still very hard to talk about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I really appreciate that, Anna, that you have shared that. That is a massive journey. And I'm so sad that you had to go through so much. And it still ended with a full hysterectomy. And as you said, it had spread. And I think sometimes maybe the listeners are not aware. And I didn't know this till I went to a meeting in the Endometriosis Society in Sydney and a very eminent professor, I think he's one of the world's leading endometriosis expert, put up pictures of how the endometriosis had indeed spread from the, the uterus and the whole of our reproductive organs up into other organs, the kidneys, the, the large intestines, the diaphragm. I was really... You know, that was so deeply shocking for me to realize. It's like all these organs were kind of like glued yeah. together. And because clinicians, you know, tend to operate in silos. Right. As they do, they don't mean to. That's how they're trained. You don't get a holistic support of this. You're sort of, you were lucky in Spain that they managed to do more than one surgery because often you you get the gynecologist doing one bit and then suddenly then there's someone who's working with gastroenterology or maybe a renal expert has to come in so I, I really appreciate that that point came up yes that's a massive massive journey yes yes indeed what happened after that that obviously inspired you to change direction absolutely so what happened after that was recovery phase and I was in a way somehow uh, full of strength to unhappy that I was not going to go through pain anymore. That was already life-changing. Uh, that fear, that anxiety every month. Oh my God, how am I going to feel this month? And you know, when is the pain going to come and, and how is, you know, how heavy is my period going to be? What can I wear? What can I pack if I'm going somewhere? So all of that was gone and that was already a massive relief. But then, of course, you go into surgical menopause, which is a whole other experience. Um, yes. And the, 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 you know, the amount of symptoms and again, that lack of knowledge. And that was my first thought. I, I was like, I, I have been lucky to have great upbringing, gone to great schools, and I still had no clue about hormonal wellness. Zero. I didn't know anything about anything. <laughs> and um, I was like, mm. oh my gosh, if I am a privileged person to have had an education, what about all these women around the world who have not had that privilege and 
that's why I decided I have to create something to create education for free so that women can help themselves, can advocate for themselves, can ask questions. Because to me, wellness starts with knowledge. So that's why I started Hormone University from this very own apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And so that is really bringing together knowledge. Um, And does that cover from, shall we say, puberty to menopause or is it just focused on particular aspects of everything because uh, as you say we can't silo things what I also realized with endometriosis is that you have so many different ramifications from fertility to menopause right so because those were two consequences coming from endometriosis so I wanted to create a platform that covered all aspects of our life, hormonal health. Um, and so when you go to Hormone University, you can see that we have a hormone dictionary and we have um, different topics that, that cover different aspects of hormonal health. And what, what I began to also realize is that hormones do rule our world. You know, they rule, they rule so many <laughs> aspects of our life. And it's not just production. Thanks. So um, so that was the, the mission. The mission was to educate women to learn about hormonal health so that they can take control of their health. Yes, yeah. And it's interesting that you, a non-clinician, has gone to do this because the resources from the clinical world are are not there in that encompassing way, are they? Exactly, exactly. And I also wanted to provide information that was well-researched, but clear and easy to digest. Because we are normal people, we haven't had training in medicine, right? And I want women to understand what they're reading. And when they go to the doctor, and our newsletter is called The Waiting Room for that reason. Um, and I hope everyone signs up because it's, it's, um, that's the whole purpose of the newsletter is, is go to the doctor and ask the questions that maybe you didn't dare ask him before. And we give you those resources. That's incredibly important because advocacy, and if you, my listeners have heard me over the years, I'm always on about being a patient advocate. Because we are, as you said, seven to 10 years. And unfortunately, we are gaslit and told to go away, told it's in our heads. And I'm sure, Anna, that may well have been part of your experience too. Oh, gosh. I mean, look, I can, I always praise my, my doctor, what my doctor that, my OBGYN that actually diagnosed endometriosis. He's, he's actually a family friend. He's based in Spain. He's, He's whole old school. He's the type of doctor that would sit with you for an hour and explain everything in detail. And he warned me of all that I was going to experience with endometriosis and, and explained everything very well. So I was so fortunate. Now, unfortunately, as I was living in uh, the UK and then I came to live in the US, I have 
unfortunately experienced something very different. And it breaks my heart for all those women that don't have access to healthcare, for example, in the US, that don't have free healthcare. It breaks, it totally breaks my heart. So um, it is so important that we just educate ourselves. Absolutely. And I, and I think also as we see healthcare systems are overloaded, there's very little time right. for appointment, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes or whatever exactly. it is when, when you eventually get there, you've got 10 minutes to try and tell somebody what's going on with you. And if you're kind of vague, they just look at you and think, well, I can't mind read and just brush you off or whatever. But I love that. How does your advocacy look if, if a woman was to go to the waiting room? What kind of information does it help them to yes. have? We divide the information by subject or particular things. So, for example, for menopause, we're very keen that women take control of their own menopausal journey so we a lot of information about nutrition for example and how to exercise when you're transitioning into menopause and aspects of life you know sexual health as well um, and what to expect when you are going through menopause and what treatment options do you so it, it's it's very holistic I am someone that is very keen to let people know about other options that are not just pharmacological options. And there are so many. And, and that's the reason why I then created, of course, my, my brand, which is another story. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Yeah. So your other story is your brand is Globotanica. And is and tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So um the the inspiration came as I was going through surgical menopause and I was given HRT as a treatment almost immediately. And um unfortunately I had a major side effect. I, I had a blood clot and my life was basically put at risk. So I had to stop it immediately. It was a very, very scary moment. I was like, oh my God, after all that I went through, <laughs> I mean, it was just like, yeah. God, give me a break, you know? Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I started studying ingredients and I was, I was working with some students from Columbia University at the time doing research for Hormone University and I was also um, having a, a, a getting a team of advisors uh, doctors for Hormone University and so I started doing a lot of research about ingredients and it was January 2020 when I made the decision that I wanted to create a line of natural products based on naturopathic principles to help women with symptoms and not age, I often say it's really important that we forget about age because what matters is who you are and what you're going through. And you could be going through surgical menopause at 40 or 30 or even earlier, and you could have early menopause and you could be 55 and have heavy periods. So it's really important that we start you know, kind of like getting rid of that stigma as well. Um, so, yeah. So this is the first product that we created. Um, and I'm very, very proud of it. Because I spent uh, two years working on this with um, a really good team of doctors and biochemists. And um, it, it was a journey. It was very tough. We went through 20 different formulations. And uh, we did a study with women going through menstrual syndrome and women going through menopause or perimenopause. And I invested in the study from my own pocket. And I did not want to launch something that I could not prove with integrity that worked. So having worked in the personal care industry, I know how things work. So, um, so yeah, uh, the study was outstanding with symptom relief and uh, we've now since done two more studies one with women going through PCOS and another one with yeah. of course women going through endometriosis and we've got incredible customer testimonials it's just it's the strength that that pushes me every day yeah and and that is just I think that's beautiful because and I also love your evidence-based approach, because I think that is really important for the integrative, functional, naturopathic approach to have 
that so that the pharmacological industry isn't constantly pushing it away and saying, oh, that's just, you know, make-believe. But there is actually evidence behind it. And I, I really, really applaud Thank that. Thank you so much. It's fantastic. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, as a, as a former scientist myself, you know, I'm like, evidence matters, N equals one, and anecdotal is, you know, is eventually going to get itself into a place where, you know, it's open to criticism. But when we try and approach it systematically, I think we start to prove that naturopathic and other other methods can be tremendous in changing the life. But what kind of natural options do you believe are available to treat symptoms from your learning over the last few years? Yeah, so, I mean, we we have created topical uh, products. Mm. I, I personally struggle taking so many pl- supplements, and I guess I have PTSD from taking ibuprofen and paracetamol, so, oh my goodness. Um, so I... Yeah. Dr. Elizabeth Poyner, who's an outstanding eminence OBGYN oncologist, uh, she's based here in New York. Um, she treats women. Um, she's classically trained, but her treats women from a holistic perspective. And when I sat down with her, she was just like, wow, this is fantastic um, because you are not messing with your gut, right? It goes straight through about bloodstream. And, um, and, and, you know, the gut, as you, as you know, I'm sure much, much better than, than I do. It's just a very important uh, factor that we need to consider. That, that's not to say that there are wonderful supplements out there. Um, we just took a different approach um, and we might launch supplements in the future. Uh, you know, we're looking into it, but for us, this Topical transdermal approach works extremely well. And it also gives you a, a, a routine, you know, kind of spa-like at home. You know, you, you massage it and, and it smells of one wonderful like lavender. Um, and so the, the key three ingredients, wild yam root, which contains diostenin, um, and that that has a, a great effect when, when it comes to premenopause. It's antispasmodic and it, it's great for menopausal symptoms. Vitex, also great for uh, yeah. hormonal balance. And then we've got marshmallow root, which is excellent for bloating, which is a major symptom that so many women complain about. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you know, if we are looking in terms of wild jam, I mean, that's often now the source of uh, bioidentical HRT. And Vitex came up in my conversation with uh, Amy Anderson uh, with respect to aromatherapy. So this is a podcast episode that I recorded oh. last night and it's coming out. And she was you know, really big and absolutely behind Vitex because of its progesterone uh, impact. So really interesting that, you know, here are some ingredients that are, are coming through again. Really lovely. And marshmallow root is probably a traditional um, herbal remedy that many of us have maybe seen in other forms. But yes, bloating. Yeah. Yes. Bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think that's a sign that women with 
all kinds of gynecological issues have, whether we're menopausal or whether you have endometriosis right. and, and other conditions. And, and um, an incredible um, benefit that we've seen, we did see it in the studies, I felt it myself, is libido. So we're getting more and more women telling us that our, you know, while the um, tummy butter cream is helping them feel that they have more sexual appetite. So that's a wonderful, wonderful result. Um, <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, I, I remember, you know, as, as I was trying like the 15 formula, I started seeing, I was like, oh, um, it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to other things, uh, and, you know, we have another product, which is... Um, a magnesium lotion and again you know i i didn't want to just launch a body lotion right so for me it's like there is a major issue with uh magnesium and um and so many women and men not do not take enough magnesium so again topically um it, it's, it's so lovely and um, there are studies that actually show that is better absorbed through the pores of your skin. So, and it has collagen and evening primrose oil. And so that's a wonderful, wonderful body lotion that, of course, you know, I'm very proud of. Um, and and yeah. look, and I would also say that there are other lifestyle strategies that we can, we can add to this. You know, anxiety is a, is a major factor for so many of us in our daily lives. And I often say when people ask me, you know, what do you do to kind of have your, your hormones in, in balance, apart from, of course, the products that we have produced and, and created, but I love breath work as an example. I think more people should be doing breath work. Um, movement, dancing, exercise in general, whatever makes you happy. Like don't do something that's not gonna make you happy, you know. And I I love I love dancing and I'm now really into strength training. Um and that's also very important, right? Feel that muscle as you're going through yes, muscles, right? Very definitely. Yeah, so yeah. and then food is medicine. So um from 40 years on onwards, we have to be careful with alcohol intake. Um, we don't metabolize it as well. And, uh, and sugar and seed oils. I mean, there are just so many things that we can do to, to help balance our hormonal health. Yeah. So, you know, that, and you're so right, of course, you know, uh, strength training really important but you I love that also we have to do what makes us happy we shouldn't be doing things that because someone on social media is saying or someone else is telling it that they do it we have to want to do it because then we'll do it and you're right alcohol and I think that would be very common I think you my listeners will probably will be nodding going yeah I right? can't drink as much as I used to Such it doesn't a shame. make me feel well <laughs> certainly doesn't make me feel it's a shame when there's good wine to be drunk, but uh, that's just the way it is. And seed oil's interesting. I know that that came up in a 
summit that I was involved in recently, a very prominent nutritionist talked a lot about seed oils. And it was like, well, I don't eat too many of those anyway, but I just thought "Mm, the rest of them can definitely go out the window. And olive oil, avocado, coconut, whatever, are so much better to have at this time of your life. Right, right. Um, yeah, so and, yeah. and uh, one thing I do personally, which I recommend to to people is I fast once a year. I do a proper fasting um, once a year and it has been miraculous to me. It really resets my body and it's hard. It's very hard. But with the right guidance, um, it can it can totally reset your gut as well which it has helped me um a lot and i feel so much better so yeah it's to me it's miraculous and and i do recommend it under the right guidance i go with someone that is an expert on this otherwise i wouldn't do it yeah no i you mean you fast for a uh just a water fast no it's um so it's fast well, first of all, it's three weeks in total. First week, you eliminate basically alcohol, sugar, caffeine, meat, fish. And then towards the end of that week, it's vegetables and fruit. And then you start a liquid fasting. So it's uh, a juice, plenty of water with lemon and, um, and of course, uh, herbal teas. And then in the evening, it's kind of like just uh, the the... It's literally like the um, the water coming from uh, boiling vegetables. That's it. So, uh, and that's, uh, I do it for yeah. six days and it's, um, it's truly magical. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. But like I said, I go with someone that is an expert um, and has worked for one of the top clinics in the world. So it's a it's a proper uh, program. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, I think having messed about with things when I was a girl and I could read, or you could do these, you know, detoxes. I think you know going on a true fast is because you lose some energy and you have to be managed and you have to make sure you have enough liquids. But yes, definitely, a gut reset would is good for all of us at least once a year, kind of reset the gut, give the gut good microbiome a chance to come back because we all abuse them. Right. We all find ourselves with coffee and the like because well, yes. we're human. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anna, your story is remarkable. It's very courageous. And what's coming out of your pain and your journey is so fantastic. Um, I'm very excited for Hormone University when I hear about it. And obviously your products just sound wonderful. I would love you to share with my listeners where they can get information to connect with Hormone University and where they can get more on your Globotanica Thank range. you so much. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. It, for anyone out there who's built a business from scratch, they know they know how hard it is. You know, it's, it, it daily, it's very, very hard. Um, so when someone gives us the opportunity to amplify our voice, I'm very, very grateful. 
So yes, Hormone University, our website is hormon-university.com. And I really hope you subscribe to our newsletter, The Waiting Room, so we can give you as much knowledge as possible and you can advocate for yourselves. And we are also on Instagram at Hormone University, all in one word. And Globotanica is Globotanica in one word, um, dot com. And our Instagram handle is at Get Globotanica. That is beautiful, Anna. And lovely listeners, that will be in the show notes uh, so that you can go to the websites. Go to Instagram. I'll be following Thank you, you, Anna. Clarissa. And Thank you. Uh, I hope my listeners are so welcome. And I hope my listeners that you will engage in it. I mean, particularly, I think Hormone University just sounds like a fabulous resource that is so badly needed in this world. Anna, thank you for your time uh, and coming on the show and sharing things that I know many people will connect with. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carissa. Thank you.